Hi, this is Pastor Louisa from the Rock Community Church. Thanks for joining us today in our Bible reading plan. Our hope and prayer is that you discover more of who Jesus is. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to The Rock's Bible Reading Podcast. My name is Zach. I'm in charge of the youth at The Rock, and it's so fantastic to have your ears listening to me speak. We're about to start the book of Corinthians, which is a letter from Paul to the church of Corinth. There's a lot going on in this book. It's a good book. Um, Let's dive into it. I hope you guys follow me along on the journey. And yeah, let's get into it. Paul's greeting from Paul, divinely appointed according to the plan of God to be an apostle of the anointed one, Jesus. Our fellow believer, Sosthenes, joins me in writing you this letter, addressed to the community of God throughout the city of Corinth. For you have been made pure, set apart in the anointed one. Jesus and God has invited you to be his devoted and holy people, and not only you, but everyone, everywhere, who calls on the name of our Lord Jesus Christ as their Lord and ours also. May joyous grace and endless peace be yours continually from our Father God and from our Lord Jesus, the Anointed One, made wonderfully rich. I am always thanking my God for you because he has given you such free and open access to his grace through your union with Jesus, the Messiah. In him you have been made extravagantly rich in every way. You have been endowed with a wealth of inspired utterance and the riches that come from your intimate knowledge of him. For the reality of the truth of Christ is seen among you and strengthened through your experience of him. So now you aren't lacking any spiritual gift as you eagerly await the unveiling of the Lord Jesus, the Anointed One. He will keep you steady and strong to the very end, making your character mature so that you will be found innocent on the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. God is forever faithful and can be trusted to do this in you, for he has invited you to co-share the life of his son, Jesus, the Anointed One, our King. Paul addresses division in the church. I urge you, my brothers and sisters, for the sake of the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, to agree to live in unity with one another and put to rest any division that attempts to tear you apart. Be restored as one united body living in perfect harmony. Form a consistent choreography among yourselves, having a common perspective with shared values. My dear brothers and sisters, I have a serious concern I need to bring up with you. For I have been informed by those of Chloe's house, church, that you have been destructively arguing among yourselves. And I need to bring this up because each of you is claiming loyalty to a different preachers. Some are saying, I'm a disciple of Paul, or I follow Apollos, or I'm the disciple of Peter, the rock. And some, I belong only to Christ. But let me ask you, is Christ divided up into groups? Did I die on the cross for you? At your baptism, did you pledge yourself to follow Paul? Thank God I only baptized two from Corinth, Cyprus and Gius. So now no one can say that in my name I baptize others. Yes, I also baptized Stephanus and his family. Other than that, I don't remember baptizing anyone else. For the anointed one has sent me on a mission, not to see how many I could baptize, 
but to proclaim the good news and I declare this message, striped of all philosophical arguments that empty the cross of its true power. The true power of the cross. To preach the message of the cross seems like sheer nonsense to those who are on their way to destruction. But to us who are being saved, it is a mighty power of God released within us. For it is written, I will dismantle the wisdom of the wise and I will invalidate the intelligence of the scholar. So where is a wise philosopher who understands? Where is an expert scholar who comprehends? And where is a skilled debater of our time who could win a debate with God? Hasn't God demonstrated that the wisdom of his world system is utter foolishness? For in his wisdom, God designed that all the world's wisdom would be insufficient to lead the people to the discovery of himself. He took great delight in baffling the wisdom of the world by using the simplicity of preaching the story of the cross in order to save those who believe it. For the Jews consistently demanded to see miraculous signs, while those who are not Jews consistently cling to the world's wisdom. But we preach the crucified Messiah. The Jews stumble over him, and the rest of the world sees him as foolish. But those who have been chosen to follow him, both Jews and Greeks, he is God's mighty power, God's true wisdom, and our Messiah. For the foolish things of God have proven to be wiser than the human wisdom of the feeble things of God have proven to be far more powerful than any human ability. God's calling. Brothers and sisters, Consider who you were when God called you to salvation. Not many of you were wise scholars by human standards, nor were many of you in position of power. Not many of you were considered the elite when you were answered God's call, but God chose those whom the world considers foolish to shame those who think they are wise. And God chose the punny and the powerless to shame, the high and mighty. He chose the lowly, the laughable, in the world's eyes, nobodies, so that he should shame the somebodies. For he chose what is regarded as insignificant in order to supersede what is regarded as prominent, so that there would be no place for the prideful boasting in God's presence. For it is not from man that we draw our life, but from God, as we are being joined to Jesus, the Anointed One. And now he is our God-given wisdom, our virtue, our holiness, our redemption. And this fulfills what is written. If anybody boasts, let him only boast in all the Lord has done. How good. That chapter was packed with so much goodness, whether it be from um, not having silly little arguments with people in church to not worshipping your teacher to only worshipping God and to just knowing that God wants to use you. God chooses you. It doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter what you've done in the past, but God wants to use you. That's so good. And I want you guys to remember that no matter what others have spoken over you in your life, know that God sees you as good enough and he wants to use you and he's ready to use you. He's just waiting on your yes. So how about we pray? Dear God, I thank you so much that you love us. I thank you so much that you want to use us, God. And I pray that today we can give our simple yes to you and see what you can do with it. In your name we pray. Amen. Thanks for joining us today in our Bible reading plan. Don't miss future episodes. Click follow to subscribe and share with a friend. Have a great day.